Welcome to day five of the 2023 vacation of Professor Bob and Professor Sherry. Today we're going to finish up in York. Now, I'll tell you that York is one of those places you need at least four days to see everything in a nice, relaxed manner. We saw a lot more than we thought we would in the two days, basically because we had good weather, and also we kind of planned, because you can take reservations in some of these places, and we just kept moving. So today we got up and went to, first of all, the Jorvik Center, which is the Viking Center. It's actually built over the original excavation of what is known as Coppergate. And it's a, a town from that time period. And you can still see the excavation. They have clear panels on the floor so you can see where everything is. And what they've done is they've recreated the village. And you take a ride through this town and see all of the different things. And it has a narration and it's just superb. And at one point towards the end, there's this old hag woman that comes out and like she's going to get you. Uh, she is actually was buried on the site. They have her full skeleton, and so they recreated what she would have looked like for this particular thing. Then after you finish the ride, then you have the museum, and they have artifacts that they found. Although the Coppergate helmet, they just have a replica there. The original is in the archaeological museum in town. But they have the, the largest turd. They found this gigantic turd in one of the cest areas that they were excavating. So it's on display. Hordes of silver, coins, all sorts of different things. And they have um, a woman as a, as a Viking woman. And she makes uh, souvenir coins, if you want them, which are really nice. And it's got a wonderful gift shop. So we enjoyed that immensely. I mean, the Romans may have started here, but when the Romans left and the Vikings came in, this was the town that was the center of their trade and everything else in England. So it was it's a really good place. So after the Jorvik Center, we walked down about five minutes to Carrollton Tower, which originally was built by William the Conqueror, and then over the years expanded constantly. It's pretty formidable at this time. Now during COVID, it was shut down and they did all sorts of renovation to it. So you can go inside now, has a roof on it with an observation deck. So you can walk up the different levels, see the different things. You can go and see the king's toilet there, the king's latrine, and the king's chapel, which was added for the one night that he spent there. And you go to the roof and you get a 360 degree view of the entire city. It is just exquisite. And, of course, it sits way up on top of a hill for defensive purposes. And when you look out over one section of the town, you'll see what used to be the administrative center. Well, that's mostly museums now. There's a gentleman who has his Victorian collection in there, and they've even recreated a Victorian town. So you can walk down the street and see the different shops. It has displays on clothing. It has displays on toys. There's a whole variety of things in there to see. That was not on our agenda, but we had some extra time and it was well worth the stop. And again, I will say that if you're going to visit York, go online and get the Jorvik Pass because all we had to do was lift up the lanyard and they'd scan the barcode and away we went. But it can be really expensive to see this whole area. Then after that, we walked back through the older section of the town. And Sherry was a little bit disappointed because, you know, basically the old houses are shops, souvenir places, and things like that. And it was pretty crowded. But you can see the, the houses that are bending over and have, have 
odd shapes and things like that. We also walked through several of the Snickleways, which are these little lanes. They're like alleys that go through certain sections of the houses and and the town area. And we happened to take one of them, and it took us right by the Barley Hall. And Barley Hall is one of the most beautiful restored buildings. But we did not go into that. We could have, but we just didn't have enough time because what we're trying to do is get back up so we can get into the museum and see the museum collection, which has exquisite Roman material, including uh, a statue of Mars in there. And it has a really good Viking section. Of course, as I mentioned before, it has the Copper Gate helmet, but it also has this incredible Viking sword, which is in as good a shape as I've ever seen one. And there's a variety of other things that go with it. You can actually trace York's history from the very beginning to a little past the medieval time period. And it's interesting to note that the city of York that we were walking around was basically the Roman garrison. The town that built up with the Roman garrison nearby is across the river. And then after the Romans left, the Vikings then came up a little stream into the same area and then began building their buildings in this area. But it's considered, York is considered the most Viking of any city in the United Kingdom, or at least in England. And so we, after the museum, we went out into the garden, walked around the garden. They had a modern display going on in the garden. It's called the Ghosts of York, and they have these metal mesh figures, a bride, a highwayman up in the castle. There's an archer. There's some animals, some pets, and a variety of other things that you're supposed to, they give you a map, and you can walk around and try to find as many of them as you can. I think we found everything but the cat, which is on an eve of one of the buildings, but are quite eerie. I put a couple of the pictures up on Facebook so that you get an idea of what they're like. If you go in there, if they, I didn't know if they were lit up at night or not, and I never asked anybody, but they were. if they were backlit at night, it would really freak you out. And then we ended it with a, a nice boat trip. We took a boat ride up the river, down the river, looking at both sides of the city, getting some different views. And then we topped it off with a, a nice meal at the same restaurant that we'd been eating, which overlooked the river. It's just that tonight we didn't have any hen parties, so there wasn't any wild drunken youth having, having a good time. So we had a wonderful time at York. I highly recommend the place that we stay, the judge's court. I mean, just a short hop from the from the train station. I mean, it was 10 minutes to anything that you wanted to see. And it was located in a position that even if you got lost in the rest of the town, you could find the main road and get back. But it was really hard to find a good map of York. I ended up printing a tourist guide map off the internet because the maps that they handed out to you in town weren't really um, to scale. It gave you the impression that things were much further away and uh, some roads were missing. And so I, I used the, the other one. And so we're going to get up the next morning and walk down to the train station because we're going to leave the most Viking town in the UK, or at least in England, and head to the most Roman town in England, which is Chester. Now, Chester's a little harder to get to. We're going to have to make a couple of train changes. We're going to have to make two train changes to get to Chester. But we will not have any problem. Although, when we got on our final train, which was the the, the Wales, Sea Wales Railroad, that was the first time that we ran into a large number of Welsh 
who spoke only Welsh, and it was otherworldly, but uh, interesting. We didn't have any problems with the Scots or anywhere else, but it would have been a little troublesome to have contended with the uh, the Welsh. So I hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you go to the website and I should say to the Facebook page and check out the pictures. And we'll be going to Chester tomorrow and seeing the Roman objects. Thank you very much.